0: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
1: And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia And you are listening to...
0: The Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the...
1: Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. Pink, pink toes. Socks.
2: Pink socks. They got toes. dinosaurs on them. I'm an
0: avicularia. An avicularia joke for you, tarantula nerds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mime. (laughs) Welcome, come one, come all. This is episode 151 of the Herpetoculture Podcast. I am Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast
1: Exotics, and I am Jacob Bratz of Longleaf Reptilia.
0: It's our one-on-one for the month, and it is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Please check them out. Racks Cages, all that good stuff. Often best imitated. Of the best. Never duplicated.
1: Yes, unfortunately. Often, often imitated. But... There
0: are people that fail to come up with original ideas for products. And they should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Yeah. Come up with your own stuff. Uh,
0: But but speaking of, if you were going to be in the greater Atlanta area, March 11th and 12th. uh, The Show Me Snake show is happening at the Cobb County Civic Center, I believe is the name of the venue.
1: Are you sure it's not the 12th and 13th?
0: I'm fairly certain it's the 11th and 12th.
1: The weekend of the 11th. I I looked it up and it was a Friday or Saturday Sunday. It was 12th and 13th. I know you told me it was Friday, Saturday, hmm. but I was well, just a double check. I was just going off what I saw. On the,
0: I was told 11th and 12th. So hmm. either way, we plan to be there.
1: Yes, and guess uh, what? Black Box will be there too. They vending, will vending. So if you're in the Georgia area or even somewhat nearby, go ahead and scroll through yeah, there yeah. and get you some Black Box goodies. They'll
0: have a lot of stuff on hand to show you. So you can actually like play with the racks and see how they feel. Feel that butter, baby. Yeah. You can experience the cages for yourself, the craftsmanship, the quality that is lacking in other other areas of the caging industry.
1: Best Uh, of the best.
0: Yeah. And then Steve's Snakeshuary. So, I mean, obviously if you want some hot sauce and you want to support a good cause, Steve is the guy. Um, Jeff and Kendra have actually been doing a lot to support him. They've yep. been doing their little, so it's not little, but the uh, Reptile News Radio. And they have their uh, Handling Hot section. So they have all Steve Snakeshuary's Venom Hot Sauces. And they ask themselves and friends questions, kind of like Hot Ones on YouTube. It's very similar. Uh, but they use the Snakeshuary Venom Sauces. So check those out. I was actually really watching them eat the Cottonmouth Sauce. I was like, I got to get some tacos some... and the cottonmouth sauce just sounds yep. so on point right now. And then we keep saying that we have to try the any venom sauce. I'm yeah, ta- I need to talk to Steve and get some. Yeah, so we need to get some and try it. We keep talking about it and it's not actually happening. Yeah. So, uh, but gotta yeah, make it happen. It's we obviously we weren't here last week because we had a cast episode. And then we didn't have snakes and stogies Monday because it was Valentine's Day. I completely forgot, and I meant to ask Phil about doing it either the night before or the night after, and it just it never happened. By the time I realized it was Monday, and I was messaging him like, "Hey, should we have X and X on you know whoever on the show tonight? Uh, you know tonight?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, it's Valentine's Day, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing anything." I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, good point." Yeah. <laughs> So no yeah. Snakes and Stogies this week, which was a bummer. It sucked. I actually very much look forward to doing this show, and then Snakes and Stogies is always fun. You know, we got yeah. a good group there, so. It is what it so, is. Things happen. Gotta show Family Got to show your happens. loved ones you
1: love them, man. It's Valentine's
0: Day. Okay, I got to yeah. get this cut. What's new with you? What's been going on in Bratz's neck of the woods?
1: Man, I'm just staying busy. So it's all really just working and doing the snakes. I have more snakes now than I've ever kept. Yeah. So yeah, no, this is the biggest my collection has ever been. I think technically when I lived in Texas, I think we had more animals, but one, I had another set of hands and two, a lot of them were geckos. So, but even then I might have more snakes. Than we had geckos and snakes combined back then. So it's uh, definitely a good bit of work and, you know, it's pretty much work and then home to take care of the animals and then repeat, repeat. So it's fun though. It's been great. I tell you now, I know everybody, everybody talks about how pythons, pythons spoil you. Boy, they do. Yeah, they really do. Every day, t- anytime like, I used to think that the carpets took me, you know, a long time to clean and all that. But now when I have all the Calubrids, like my carpet cleaning day is a breeze. It's super fast, mm-hmm. no problems, like all, all that. But man, once a on Calubrid cleaning days, which is, you know, more often. <laughs> it's too hot it's, for a hat. <laughs> it's uh, it definitely, definitely takes its takes its time. But... Yeah,
0: we were talking about that on Um Someone had mentioned just not one to deal with constantly having to clean colubrids and i don't know about you but i don't find mine to really be all that bad i mean they definitely go more than condors do but a lot of things go more than condors do so i didn't find it to be so outrageous yeah I was like i I can't have multiples of these. no no
1: absolutely not my only it gets
0: exaggerated a lot
1: my only thing with them it's not yes they poop and you know they go more but um you know it's not realistically it's not that much more cleaning. My only the only thing that's a little bit more difficult with the Clue birds is if you keep your snakes in the house that you live in, you will smell them. Yeah. Pretty much all the time. Like it doesn't really go away. When you clean, it helps, you know, like once you get all the poop out, it definitely helps. But that day like that everybody kind of goes to the bathroom all at once, you know, it can definitely get a little rancid. And um yeah it just kinda it just kinda stays which Obviously, I'm fine with that, but most people aren't. So it's one of those things having to get around it. Keeping a lot more cooliburs definitely would be nice to have a spare building, and then I would have no grapes. Mm-hmm. But,
0: well, I mean, ideally, I then too, you'd also grapes, have but... some sort of like HVAC system or something that helped sort of circulate oh, yeah. there and yeah, absolutely mitigate that a little bit.
1: Yeah, but having a built a separate building, no matter what, would be pretty uh be awesome yeah that would be that's that's the goal as i feel like that's like everybody's goals to have like a separate building for your reptiles but something i'm hoping another
0: fedex is killing me
1: it's fedex doing
0: so i mean the blood reds that i got today what happened they were supposed to okay so here's first of all let me let me start this out by saying take it from i the- understand covid Overall staffing issues, supply issues, things happen. That changes things. Things are not what they used to be in terms of reliability and uh, consistency.
1: Responsiveness.
0: So I had these shipped. They came from Tyler and Jeremy. And they were supposed to be delivered before noon. So I was like, you know, whatever. Nothing new there. Right, right. So I checked the tracker, and tracker hadn't updated, and it shows that they they got into Savannah at like kind of later than normal. Let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, I arrived at the local facility at nine thirty this morning. Um, they didn't leave. They must have left Memphis late. Regardless, so at eleven forty nine, it I got the notification that they were on the truck for delivery. So supposed at to be le- delivered at, at 1149? Noon, 10 Holy to twelve. Shit. They're getting on the truck, uh, and so that's how it stayed all day. And so three o'clock rolled around, I was like, okay. Four o'clock rolled around, it's like, all right. Five o'clock rolled around, I was like, mm. six. I was like, these motherfuckers ain't coming. No. Man. Seven. Nope. I was like, are these, they updated the tracker because they were like, it's delayed and it's on time. It said delayed and then it said on time underneath it. And then it said uh, the new shipping, the new delivery day is Thursday, February 17th. So I was like, what? Which is
1: today. Yeah.
0: Uh, 7.33, she rolls up.
1: And I no was like, way.
0: Okay. So... I don't know. It's
1: seven thirty.
0: The snakes arrive fine. That's not the issue. the The issue is is just, I like I was under the impression that they were. I got the notification that they were on the truck for delivery, and that for whatever reason I'd get a notification saying they're going to be delivered tomorrow. Because you know they hadn't shown up, so I was like, right. "What's the deal?" And I was just—it's very confusing. And mm-hmm. I understand, like the driver lady, who dropped it off you know she chatted with me for a second she asked what was in the box i told her she's like oh okay and then she was like yeah i'm she she drove past the shop initially because i get all my stuff delivered to work because i'm almost always there yeah so she drove past the shop like i saw her slow down at the intersection and the building is the layout's weird so our address is kind of hard to find for amazon struggles all the time like they come in asking if it's the address that it is on the label right um and so she drove by and I was like, dude, if they now mark this as attempted to deliver, I'm going to flip.
1: Oh, geez.
0: <clears throat> but she went around the block and came back. And uh, she told me after I, you know, I, I went out in the street as she was coming down the,
1: <laughs> down the street. I was like, stop.
0: Um, told her that I was, you know, if she was looking for the address. She said, yeah. And I was like, OK, cool. And she said, she's like this. I'm new to this area. Like, she, I guess it's not a normal route. Like, she's not All used right. to the area. And so I was like, OK. You know, you got a truck full of stuff. I'm sure it to adds time to the route when you're unfamiliar with the area. So I'll give them, It's just, I don't know. I've been fortunate to where I don't really. I've I've historically not had that many issues with FedEx over the years. Yeah, I can think of, I can count on one hand, and not even a full hand, yeah. how many times I've actually had something get delayed overnight or, or whatever. So, I've been lucky. But it's just, it's super frustrating when it says it's on the truck and like, I can't leave work to go get lunch or something because what if they show up then usually yeah. I'll just run down the street real quick and come back, you know, yeah. I'm back in like 10 minutes, whatever. Can't do that. Uh,
1: Cause that would just be your luck.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, it's their customer service isn't great either. No. Like getting a person is, is much more work than it should be.
1: And we even know somebody that was on the inside and yeah, he knows, he knew how that shit was.
0: <laughs> yep. So yeah. all's well that ends well, but yeah, got know,
1: the, it's... got the corns quarantining. Well,
0: we had to reschedule the shipment like twice too. Cause the winter weather, I guess out in Tennessee and, and beyond, um, I think they were backed up at one point. Like we tried to ship them last week and the day Tyler was supposed to send them out, he's like, ah, you know, the um he's like they're backed up, so I don't want to get them delayed. So we'll just hold off until next week, which I said, sure, no problem. And it, you know, we just that's like the second time we've had to punt it. So mm. it oh. is, but they're here. Yeah, glad it worked out.
1: He's worked his way into his humid hide.
0: Nice. It is frustrating that we pay as much as we do for shipping. Yeah. And like that's kind of the bigger gripe too is like yeah. we're shelling out all this money to get things shipped overnight and they're not like we're holding up our end of the deal kind of thing for me Right. and FedEx. And like I said, I understand staffing things are backed up winter weather doesn't help all these things create the perfect storm of delayed packages. You know, it's no big deal, but it's just, it's like,
1: i feel like it should be different when it's live animals i understand packages getting delivered delayed whatever but like when it's live animals i feel like there should be a different type of priority on it and fedex isn't isn't
0: covering anything you know they they're still playing the covid card of like oh because of covid we can't get yeah i'm so i'm so sick of that shit man like
1: I'm, i'm so sick of hearing the covid thing like yes covid we get it like it's just a part of our lives now. Like move on. Like it's not COVID, not everything bad that happened is because of COVID. Okay. Let's just oh, Jesus.
0: It just it sucks because then Reptiles Express, Shipy Reptiles, all those all those folks, you know, they're not going to guarantee their packages because FedEx isn't going to. I right. don't blame them there. Uh, especially yep. given how unreliable FedEx has kind of become. So I don't blame them. They gotta do what they gotta do, but Reptiles Express. Mike and the boys. Yep. 100% my people.
1: Shameless plug.
0: They really do. They, I mean, as far as pricing goes, man, I, I don't know. I,
1: I won't use another company. Absolutely uh, not.
0: I compared them to some of the other companies and the difference was ridiculous. That's
1: good. Chipper reptiles, man. Yeah. Place. Mike and Mike.
0: Uh, otherwise, still gearing up to start pairing some stuff. So everything's out of cooling now. I've started to feed some stuff. Um, I've got the Loma Altas together. I went ahead and put them together. Okay. Haven't okay. noticed anything happening yet. So it's probably still premature. Uh, I'm going to separate them maybe this weekend, give them some time off. And then I'll probably start actually pairing corns this weekend too. And I need to get some more food in the Elafe. And then thorn scrubs definitely need a couple, another couple meals before they're gonna go. But
1: you are gonna end up pairing the thorns. I think so. Nice. Yeah. You
0: know they're they're cool. Mm-hmm. I figure if I end up with with stuff come like Daytona, I'll see if Billy can add it to his table <laughs> roster and you know, whatever he can. Yeah. For a rent, I'll let him. You can, you can have like a percentage of the sales or something mm-hmm. or I'll just bring some cups and put them in there and you know, whatever we'll see. So that's what's happening here on the Palmetto coast exotics.
1: Nice, man. Oh, I mentioned to breed snakes man. I just, I I'm trying, I'm trying to be smart and responsible. And I know like, as far as like, I I'm very in between on my living situation right now. And, I don't know when things are going to settle out. And I know if I tried to pair stuff, it would just be stressful on them. If I end up moving, you know, somewhat soon. And, you know, I literally just moved all the carpets, you know, again. And so trying to be patient, be smart and hold out till I'm in a more settled situation with that. and You know, but man, I've got the, I've got the itch start pairing stuff bad. I mean, I even thought about putting some carpets together just to, just to see if they went because I did, I did try and cycle them as far as food goes, you know, at least a little bit this winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I probably could. I think I probably could get eggs from one, but again, I just moved. So who knows? Like I said, I just, I don't want to overstress. I don't, I don't do this to breed. You know, I do this because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And oh, know, no, I, I every- certainly don't have to. So I, I'd rather not push the, the envelope on it. You know, it's,
0: Know, mean, regardless uh, of settled and all of that. moving or not. I think everyone at some point has a bad year, you know, maybe not back to back, but they do happen. You know, Billy had his where he just, you know, he paired a lot of stuff, but he, it, he either wasn't getting clutches or the clutches he were getting, you know, the fertility was, it was, a it was, was both. It was a lot. Year, so yeah. Billy had his year. And then Casey's been struggling with some of his stuff and getting the blue tongues to breed. And it's just, at some point, it's your turn.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's why, like, I'm just, I'm just holding off for now. You know, I've still got a lot of stuff I'm raising up, and got a lot of good years ahead of me. And I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to push anything. You know, I don't want to. You know, no need to right now. So.
0: We both get to rearrange our rooms when we get our black box stuff. Yeah i'm already dreading
1: it <laughs> that's so fun though once you get it done and it's so nice and neat and...
0: yeah but knowing that i'm gonna have to do it again at some point later in the year it's frustrating
1: why would you have duty at some point because i'm always
0: having to rearrange that thing man well that's,
1: that's why we i just need a bigger room like... that's why we were rearrange it the way you need to and then you know think ahead think how i've been what... trying to i'm i'm I know, but with this black go, box stuff, you can taller. think a little ahead. You can think ahead more yeah. with the black box stuff, you know, because you'll be able, you're creating more space. Might be able to dump a rack or two somewhere.
0: I had, see that's, uh, that's the frustrating part is I have those other racks that aren't, uh, I think my dad made them or peek got them from someone that made them. Mm-hmm. They're not horrible. I'd still rather have those over the AP stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't want to get rid of them because I know if I do, I'm going to need them at some point. I, would, I don't have anywhere to put them. And so it's I would
1: either, you know, like for me, the stuff I have <clears throat> as I turn, turn everything over to black box, kind of the stuff I have now is going to be like my quarantine stuff, you know, like some of the racks and a yeah. few cages I have. It's all going to be for quarantine once you know everything's converted over. So definitely say... I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm saying either stick it in your closet somewhere and be like a quarantine rack or just keep them, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. But...
0: It's just it's just one of those things where, you know, as soon as you get rid of it, something comes up and it. you wish you had had it and you yeah, didn't get rid of it. Absolutely.
1: That's why I haven't gotten rid of, you know, all the stuff to make a poor man's rack. You know, mm-hmm. I keep all those supplies on deck. I mean, I use one right now because I wanted to give some rat snakes some taller tubs. Yep. But, you know, that's just
0: never get this mic height right constantly struggling
1: i was actually talking to my mom about that today um about how you know i sit you know we we as reptile people we don't really throw away much when it comes to reptile stuff you just have you know like just a lot of things you know from your years of of keeping and yeah i mean changes. You remember I all have the tubs so that i that so much
0: up here yeah I had like two gigantic boxes of tubs that I recycled. Like I yeah. put it all just on the street with the recycling. I was like, hopefully they take it. It's a lot of tubs. I kept some of them.
1: You got to keep some. Of them.
0: I didn't realize. So it, I'm going to sound like a hoarder. Like I knew it was, I knew I had a lot of them, but I didn't know I had that many. Cause Katie's been like, get rid of them. They need to go, you know, mm. get rid of that shelf they're taking you know this is all taking up too much space i'm like i need those whatever you know i I need them all yeah i don't need
1: them all i've gotten rid of some over time i think i gave some to somebody came over and bought a snake for me and uh i ended up giving them a bunch of tubs because they're like they saw how i had my poor man's rack set up and they wanted to do it and i was like here take some of these off my freaking hands
0: you saw before we rearranged everything. Like you saw all those tubs and stuff.
1: Because mm-hmm. I, I was trying to bond them off to you. I was no, like, "Hey, you need a, no. you need a rack or you no need tubs. tubs. Come on, no tubs, no sir. Yeah, I am good on that. The joke's on her because I can just go and get some more. Yup. Yeah, tubs be kind of expensive though, man. That's also why I keep them because they're not always like super cheap.
0: I was in Walmart this morning. And for the first time in two years, the tub aisle was completely full. Really, the shelves were packed. They
1: must the have stocked was up like that day. Weird. Yeah, because
0: I every time like I would go in there periodically and look and see if they like those big two hundreds that I use for yeah. the Python portals and stuff. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was like, I should see if they had some of these in stock. That whole aisle, like that whole side of the aisle, was just empty. Yeah, like, except for some of the bigger tubs that no one really buys, like the massive ones, right? But today, I walked by, and I was like, oh, they're good. They got
1: them. Nice. No, I haven't needed... Luckily, I haven't needed to buy tubs for a while. I'm actually switching over, like, whenever I do have standalone tubs, I'm switching to the um, the gasket tubs. You can mm-hmm. get them at Staples. And they're actually che- a little cheaper than hefties. Like, the same size tubs are slightly cheaper, and they're really, the really... plastic feels dirty. thicker
0: on those. I don't know if it's just the design.
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely is it, is. it
0: seems like more... Um, they're
1: sturdy
0: not necessarily sturdy but like not i don't know brittle like pliable Pli- hard, harder
1: yeah harder plastic no it is yeah they are no, I, I love them honestly the ones that i have i have like three different sizes and i've got like two of each and yeah no they're they're great hmm. they work fantastic I've been rocking with those. Like I said, I'm only running a little bit on the on the poor man's rack. I'm probably once I get this black box upgrade, I'm only gonna have a few snakes on that again. Maybe just my yellow rats because they're they'll be big. But maybe the grays too. I might keep the grays in in there because they're getting they're getting big. I really wish I could put all those in cages, but soon. Yeah. Soon. Next time, next time we go visit Black Box, that'll be it. I'm going to be buying Next, next, next time we get from Black Box, probably going to be all cages. No more, no more racks. I'll be pretty set. Maybe another V70. We'll see. Cause the V70s will always be super handy. You know, yeah, for they're, sure. They're very good, good standard tub. Um, especially for the Pitchuofas. Um, the, uh, so
0: we have a so i i got a new camera yeah so i was talking about at the beginning of the year how because of the magazine you know that's that's put to rest that we'd be i'd be shifting my focus more towards videos and stuff and and doing things because i had so much more time freed up now mm-hmm. so we got a new camera i've been using the same nikon d5100 for like 10 years so it was it was long overdue ended up going after a ton of YouTube videos watching, comparing, you know, Billy Hunt got a, one of the Sony ZV-1s, uh, which does awesome for video. I almost went with that, but I decided to go with the Panasonic Lumix G100 just because it does still photography really well and it does videos really well. There are some, some sort of quirks to it and it does have some... Majority of the reviews are kind of like yeah it's okay it's a camera but most of the issues that people have with that camera are stuff that you can fix with external gear so like external right. mics uh, which we have um you know you can get it's in inter- it has interchangeable lenses which is a big thing for me cause, right. you know that's i do like to do photography every once in a while as a hobby it's nothing serious but so it seemed like the best of both worlds and it was considerably cheaper than the sony uh, oh yeah, Sony's, and it just you're kind of limited with that Sony. Like you can take pictures with it, but it's mainly meant for videos. It's mainly catered to videos. So the G100 is sort of
1: oh best of both worlds. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so tinkered with that some today because it came in. We're definitely going to be. Uh, I got that now so that we could take it up with us to the the Atlanta show. Um. I don't know what exactly we'll be filming while we're there, but I'm anxious to to play around with it and see what happens, and um, that's
1: that's kind of a new new thing. Yeah, that's that's really exciting though. It'll be cool. The I mean,
0: mirrorless it, thing is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've never I've never played with one, so I know obviously I know DSLRs, you know, fairly well, but I've never I've never actually played with a mirrorless. It's it's
0: kind of odd because you look through the viewfinder like you would any other camera and it's like you're looking at that the screen because like the mirrorless operate the same way like your phone does in terms of the technology mm. and the all that so it's weird not having i mean it, the the shutter seems a lot faster because it's not you know the mirrors and stuff inside bouncing around and whatnot mm. and i don't i don't know the technical terms for photography yeah. stuff but <clears throat> it's just it's it's different, but I like it. It's different in a good way. Right. And they have an app so that you can connect your phone via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth and transfer the files from your phone what? or from the camera to your phone, like wirelessly.
1: No like which the I, pictures you take? Yeah.
0: Which I tried. I thought was That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I tried to set it up earlier and it was, I was doing something wrong because I couldn't get it to connect, but we'll have to, uh, I'll figure that out at some point, but. Yeah, I thought that, that was really handy. That makes it
1: much easier. Yeah, instead of having to take out your SD card, upload it, you know, especially being on your phone because you have to get a certain adapter to get you know an mm-hmm. SD card, you know, to to hook up to your phone.
0: Well, that and I mean Nikon at one point made something like a, a, a sender that will send files to your phone that your phone could hook up to, mm-hmm. like wirelessly, and it could send them back yeah. and forth. But because my Nikon D fifty one hundred was older, it wasn't compatible with that. So for this to have it built in, I think is awesome. It's, it's really handy. Um, and I, I just, that's, that does, yeah. Like the taking the card out, plugging it in, moving your files over to wherever you want to move them, taking the card out, putting it back in. It, uh, yeah, it, it's nice to just be able to
1: yeah. send it right on over. Because the more you mess with that SD card, the more likely you are to lose that little piece of shit. Nothing. If you're if you're a photographer, you always have lots of SD cards. That's just how it goes. Yep. So they be disappearing. Uh, Real quick.
0: I have some stuff written down that I've been accumulating for the last couple of weeks in anticipation for this episode. Oh. Uh, and one of them I wanted to talk about was dubia allergies.
1: Dubia allergies.
0: Dubia roach allergies.
1: Yeah, I know that's a that's a real thing. You got it's very it. real. You got it. you got a bad. <laughs> you got a bad.
0: <clears throat> so if you have dubia, I strongly advise that you A wear a mask and B wear gloves anytime you're cleaning your colonies. So initially, when I first got in dubia, I had no issues with them whatsoever. I had no reactions to nothing. No big deal. Over time, it has gotten to the point to where if I Am not wearing a mask, or I'm not wearing gloves. A, my hand starts to like break out, really, which is that's that's kind of new. That hasn't happened before until my last exposure, because now I like I wear gloves. I wear like two masks. I I should probably wear goggles because it get makes my eyes itch like crazy. Uh, and I've, I mean, historically, I've never been allergic to anything like pollen. Right. When pollen season comes around, I get a little sniffly, whatever. Right. But as far as like hard allergies to something, I've never had any problems with anything. Lucky. No peanuts, no tree nuts, no dogs, no cats, no nothing. Mm. But now, so a couple of weeks ago, I was cleaning my colony, like doing a deeper clean. So I take out all the living ones, put them in a separate tub, dump out, you know, whatever crap is in the bottom and the dead bodies and stuff. And I wasn't wearing anything. And I found that if I breathe in that dust while I'm cleaning, I mean, first of all, it didn't take very long for my eyes to start watering and getting really itchy. Mm. And then it just started getting harder and harder to breathe.
1: <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> what the hell?
0: And it, like, I, it, it's gotten to the point now to where, if I do not wear a mask, like I can literally feel my throat start to close up. Jesus. Like, it's bad. Like, last time, I was like really shallow breaths like couldn't take deep breaths i ended up going and popping a benadryl like immediately yeah and just sat on the couch for like an hour waiting for it to to fully kick in and stuff and after that that was the most recent one after that now i'm like gloves
1: yeah masks double mask yeah so man you gotta be careful with that
0: but from what i've read in the past becoming sensitized to dubious is actually not uncommon at all so, I mean, that's why I'm saying if you have dubias and you don't have an allergy, there's a very good chance that eventually you probably will. So, I
1: mean, it's like that with anything. If you become exposed to it a certain amount of times like it, it just, you know, gradually kind of gets worse. Well, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean,
0: that's the weird thing is like I'm not allergic to dogs and I have a dog. I'm not allergic to cats. I got no. a cat.
1: Yeah, I guess that's.
0: It's just strange that with dubia, it's. I've never had any anything like it. Like I've never. Mm-hmm. And it sucks cuz I can tell when it's when it's starting cuz you can start feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, your eyes get super itchy. The skin breaking out thing was weird. That was a first and it itched for a couple of days after. So I that that has never been an issue. So I thought that was interesting that I like these almost they're little I won't say they're hives but they're like welts would pop mm-hmm. up like where their feet were if I let them crawl right. in my hand. And it's one of those things where if I grab one and like chuck it in with the live ones or something while I'm cleaning, that's no big deal. But I think it's a prolonged, like a couple seconds. You know, they're crawling around on me. Then I'll yeah. have a reaction. The the frass and the dust of a colony. Because if you have cardboard in there, them crawling on it and stuff creates this like dust. sort of, Right. And plus sort of you just grabbing
1: one and throwing it in, you're not coming in as much contact with the legs where I'm sure that's right. where most of, you know, that kind of stuff is. So... That's that's odd. Be
0: warned. <laughs> I mean, that's why when you go on the dubiaroaches.com, you know, the, every, all the pictures you see of people that they have employed there, they're wearing like full-on like gas masks, almost you know, without right. the whole face covering, but the the big ones that like painters right. use to stop the fumes and stuff. Mm. Um, they're all wearing that. They're all wearing gloves. So,
1: yeah. Isn't paint chap allergic to um, aspen?
0: Painshap says he's allergic to everything. <laughs> like legitimately, he's like, dude, I. Have, he's like, I, sh- I should have been raised in the bubble. He says, oh really? Yeah, he said. No, al, he's no, allergic no. to mice. He's allergic to aspen. I think he said.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty. Um, I, I'm almost positive about the aspen. Man, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's why he doesn't do his own feeders.
1: Um, but he has aspen for all of his culverts. <laughs>
0: It he, could just he, be one of those things where it just makes him, you know, sniffly and he sneezes yeah. a lot. I
1: know he I wears know gloves that. when he cleans too. Also, poopy hands. Duh. That's why I wear gloves when I clean.
0: Do you wear gloves when you clean?
1: It kind of intermittently. It, it kind of depends. I'm not going to lie. For the larger stuff, yeah, usually. And especially with the, you know, the carpets dealing with what I've dealt with, I, I learned to glove up on a lot of stuff. Um, You know. For the baby carpets, no, I won't glove, but after I do the babies, I usually I usually yeah, I usually glove per I won't change every snake usually because to me that's just plastic waste and I don't like going through that many gloves because they are expensive. They are expensive, but yeah. I try I've... to I, I try I try to use them more often than not, you know, especially with the colubrids. And it's mostly because the poop, like mm-hmm. especially fresh ones, like I don't want to touch that. kind of nasty especially if it's still wet
0: i don't know there's those guys that swear by you know they'll they'll use a new pair of gloves anytime they're in between animals you know and that's just like i tried that and
1: it adds a lot of time i'm not against it if you do it do it for me it's also why i stopped doing like the whole like plastic cup inside of a holder thing to me it was it was it it, it began yeah, I used to do like a, a cup. Like and the then, PVC Yeah, I do like PVC coupling and then you had like a, you know, a plastic cup mm-hmm. in it, you know. One, you had to spend money on cups, you know, and buy them all the time. But two, it just, it turned into so much plastic waste. And I yeah. know like recycling is, you know, great. And obviously I recycled, you know, all the stuff, but it was still, it was just a lot. You know, and and that's how I feel with the gloves. It's a lot of plastic waste, you know, and Mm -hmm. so that's why I'll I'll use gloves, but I do a few animals as long as they don't get nasty, you know, and I do things kind of intermittently, you know, it's always a group. It's never, it never different racks. Like I'll never use the same gloves for different racks. You know, I always stay in, you know, one rack and it's normally, you know, a couple animals Mm -hmm. and until they get soiled, then I change them. Um, but. You know, people might hate me for that one, but B it's not B. their collection. Yeah.
0: I've, I did in the past, it just, I'm with you. It was like, A, when you have your hands in these gloves for extended it gets time, it's so gets sweaty, sweaty. And then it's impossible to get a new, dude. Glove
1: it has made me <laughs> physically made angry. Me most, like, like, not, like, dude, like, it, that, that right there is li- literally the worst part trying to get those freaking gloves on. When your hands are a little clammy, like, and they don't have to be full on sweaty, you can forget about it if they're full on sweaty. I'm talking like the slightest bit of clamminess. That sucker's like, got stuff glue is glue on. Like that—that's the other it's thing ridiculous. too. Ridiculous. Is
0: gloves. If your collection's solid, like you haven't had any issues, it's been closed off for a while. You know, you don't—you're not cross-contaminating with new stuff that might be in quarantine you're working that on a separate day whatever i the, the gloves to me seem a little unnecessary but
1: for quarantine it would be very 100 oh, quarantine always but, glove up absolutely but no and you do make a good point with that um for me it's just a matter of you know especially like if you're picking up poop for me it's just the back the bacteria transfer you know it's just kind of gross it's oh. it's more it's more so like a, that's kind of nasty versus you know a, yeah, a fear for my snakes that you know and plus like it, you know they smelling another snake's poop in their own enclosure if you you know get some in there or something then it's just they're like what the fuck mm-hmm. you know so that's just my take on it oh that's a cool picture of a rat snake
0: cave-dwelling rats we're on morph market
1: right now dude i want cave-dwelling rat snakes bad they'd be nice like, they just get too l- big real bad i don't dude, i love v- these blue beauties
0: too and that's just too much I, I, the ganyasoma are enough for me
1: dude i cannot believe how much oh wait that was japanese never mind Oh, the carnada. Yeah, I was, I was looking at it. Wait, go back up. Why are you going so fast? Boy? I'm scrolling. Damn. Man, I
0: got a fast I gotta I, I got gotta scroll got a down, fast down a little bit.
1: Damn. Hold up. Oh I like that Florida yellow right there, boy. Which one? Palm Beach County. Oh, yeah, they're both Palm they're Beach. Both the, Palm one Beach on the, the one on the one on the right's a little, a little nicer. Both males though. Isn't this TV nice? Yeah, it is. So big. That's what she it's said. It's a good looking oh my gosh. Love You're how it's like in. zoom
0: in, and it's like, yeah, it's actually we're gonna make the zoomed in picture smaller. Than <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Eastern rat snakes, boy. That's where it's at. I love my rats, man. I posted a picture of my um, uh, my white one of my white oaks today. Oh yeah. Yeah, boy. Things nice. Love them. Love them to death. Dude, you want to get some house snakes?
0: Eventually, not. not ooh. Woo.
1: Ooh. Wow, that thing's hot.
0: Yeah, that northern pine.
1: That's a nice-looking northern.
0: I don't know. People can't see this.
1: <laughs> I, I still want like DM rat can. snakes. Keller just got some. Yeah, I know. I was talking to him about so it. Oh, you were? Yeah. Told him to let me know how they do, how to keep them. He needs to make some and send them to me.
0: Uh, so I don't know if we've talked about I feel like maybe at some point we have but the criteria for something coming into your room slash collection like newer projects mm-hmm. what is your deciding factor for deciding if something because you have the carpets you've mm-hmm. got all the rat snakes you've got mm-hmm. all the other stuff hmm But at what point was it that you were like, I want to get into diadems or diadems, whatever you want to call them? Like, what what, at some point there has to be some sort of threshold that someone crosses where they're like, I'm definitely going to try these and give them a shot.
1: I think it's just a, you know, because you and I have similar tastes that are very different, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like, you know, you're, it's always that initial, draw you know what i mean like when you see something different and you're like wow that's cool you know what i mean i want to keep that and then sit on it for a little while and if you still want to keep it in a couple months give it a go you know what i mean you may find out find out it's not for you and that's fine but you know it's like for diadems it was like when i saw them in person at a show i was like oh wow those are really cool snakes you know like they just they're just really neat to me you know they're like a they almost look Viper-esque, mm-hmm. you know, they're very, very neat snakes. They kind of, their heads kind of remind me of a little bit type deal, you know, and obviously not the same, but, you know, just a little bit. And I don't know, they're just, they're very neat snakes to me. And <clears throat> I don't know, it's always, for me, it's just that initial, that first time you see it, like, you know, you say, wow, that's amazing. You know, and are you really drawn yeah, but to you're it? You're going to
0: see stuff like that. That you're not going to keep. Yeah, but you can
1: can say something's, wow, that's amazing, but I don't really want to keep that. You know, like those are cool to look at, but I'm going to let Billy Hunt take care of them. You know what I mean? Like that whole, you know, that that type of mindset. But there's also that, again, like for for me, it's like I almost know kind of right off the rip if I at least want to try and pursue it. You know, but just by looking at something, you know, I can I usually know pretty much right away. You know, if I want to look into it more, type deal. Um, so. Oh, you got your touch screen watch, your eh, Apple Watch. Shut up, big baller. But what about for you? What?
0: uh... Uh, so a good example of this for me is is the the bamboo rats and stuff. I'd love to keep that you know, the porphyracia, all that stuff. Right. But I don't know that I, I won't say that I've never will, but I don't plan on, I'm not going to make any serious effort to make that happen because they need to be kept cooler than I can get. Right. And so that's one of those things. It's like what, and most of the stuff that we keep, I think jives with our rooms pretty well already. Right. It's a little different now that the Aki cage is in there and has the whole room turned into an oven. But. Size is kind of the biggest thing for me at this point.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's always factors like that. and That's what I mean. Like, you know, that initial, you know, seeing something, you know, obviously you do your research and find out, you know, what it needs and all that. And then you determine from there because you're right, you know, your room your room plays a huge factor and, you know, certain stuff you can keep, you know, and, you know, or if you have another area of your house to, you know, keep certain stuff, mm-hmm. you know, if it does need to be cooler and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, no size is a, is a huge factor. You know, I think for, for most people nowadays, you know, it's, we all have
0: this? infinite lists of stuff we'd like to get into. Oh today, yeah,
1: absolutely. I would love, I would love to keep Apodora. I am very fascinated by Apodora, but I also know that I have no space for right adorable. now. <laughs> so, one of those things.
0: I don't know. See, that's what's interesting to me is just the fact that we all have these lists, but for one reason or another, and there's a ton of different variables here: availability, you know. Caging requirements care all that stuff but we all have these huge lists and for whatever reason we may only keep a very small percentage of stuff that's actually on that list so it's like that's the point where it's like
1: what's the deciding
0: factor and for me like i said it's it's size. i think it's a a little
1: a little bit of everything goes into that type of decision you know and that's a it's just way out, you know, what, you know, what means the most to you? What's mm-hmm. at the top of that list? Cause that's the thing. If you have things that are drastically different, require drastically different rooms, you know, that's just at a point you have to decide which one do you want to keep more, you know, or can you set up two different spaces for them and keep both, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of how much you want to put into it and what those animals mean to you. You know, if you love bamboo rats, but you really love corn snakes, And you'd rather put more time into those than, you know, there's just a higher priority and bamboos don't make the cut. So I bet I think that's dependent on each individual and their abilities and desires of keeping and, you know.
0: Do you ever come across points where you like, we all get very caught up in our day-to-day lives, full-time jobs, families, all that good stuff. And so it becomes very easy to fall into like that groove, that routine of day-to-day life. And uh, I don't remember what I was listening to. It might have been one of the Fight Club episodes recently, but they were talking about, you know, you get into this this habit of, of daily life, you know, that daily grind that we all experience mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sort of checking in with yourself and your room and your animals, like stopping on a day off and saying like, what have I been neglecting? What needs to change? Right. Do you ever, I, I noticed that after hearing that, I actually thought about it and it was like, you know, we I have a very routine life. I like to think, you know, right. my days off are usually pretty scheduled. It's the same most weeks, not nothing terribly exciting, but it does get to the point where I'm like, I I wonder if I have too much stuff because it's like, man, it's getting to the point where I'm spending a big chunk of days off taking care of like water changes and stuff. And so it's, that was something else I wanted to talk about was just sort of finding that point of where you need to sort of check in with yourself, see where you're at, see what needs to be changed. What can you change?
1: Right. You know, I think at that point it's, yeah, you know, because I'm kind of in the same boat, you know, it's like when I'm not at work, I'm usually in my snake room. And granted, there are a couple of days, usually two days in the week that I can not do anything. But even on those days, I feel bad because there's always something I could be doing, you know, but I do mm-hmm. also try to take those mental days of, all right, just just don't do anything today, you know, and because <clears throat> you need those days or you will get worn out and you know but at, at the size of collections that you know we're starting to get at you know you almost have to come up with some type of schedule you know everything has to be planned out so you know you can get everything done but in planning that out you have to plan your days off you know your your mental your mental health break you know because that's it's very very important because if you don't take care of yourself you're not going to take care of your animals yeah. period you know that's just that's not how it works i've been there done that it sucks Your animals will go downhill because of it. And, you know, so you have to come up with that, that schedule and that regimen to make sure everything gets done. And, you know, obviously that can vary, you know, week to week, you know, if you have two planned days off, you're not feeling it one day. Okay. That ends up being your day off instead. Mm -hmm. Do it tomorrow. You know, because that, that is, that is a good thing about snakes. Usually, usually I'm not going to say all the time, but usually it can wait another day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not going to be that detrimental. I'm not going to say it's that case for everything. Some things need to be handled right then and there. But in a lot of cases, you got to do waters. You're in a terrible mood. Waters can wait another day. They're not gonna. They're not gonna dry up. You know, you're fine. You know, so that is that is a perk about you know keeping snakes. But again, that is to an extent. You know, if you have hundreds on hundreds of snakes, you probably can't do that. You know, because mm-hmm. if you wait a day, then that just doubles for what you got to do tomorrow, you know? So
2: yeah, it's
1: like I said it, it and it's all it's all about managing. You have to learn how to manage your, you know, what you're doing your life and your hobby and and if it comes down to it and you decide you have too much. Then you know, work on it. See, that's that's, a, nice.
0: that's sort of the problem where of, of where I'm at is I don't necessarily think I have too much, but knowing Other stuff that I have planned for later in the year. You know, the Blood Reds are here now. I'm supposed to get another corn from Ryan Cox at some point here soon. I'm thinking of space. and Mm. I'm thinking like, okay, realistically, can I get rid of a pair of bears? Should I get rid of, you know...
1: I'll take a pair of bears off your hands.
0: The Subox. I love my Subox. I don't want to get rid of the Subox, but at the same time, it's like... I have other stuff in the works, yeah. That, that space that I could use, and it's that's that's the issue of well, I'll just I'll just make my room bigger. I'll just I'll figure out I'll I'll Tetris yeah. the hell out of it, and I'll figure <laughs> out a way to to fit more. Yeah. And I don't. It's it's hard, man. It is. When your ambitions are bigger than your room, it's extremely difficult. And you really, I think that's where you really have to be picky and choosy about what projects you are hundred percent sticking with like the beards, Obviously bears aren't going anywhere. Do yeah. I have a pair that I could probably part with? Yeah. And would those two tubs make a difference? Actually they would like it would help. Yeah. Um, I guess I can't really make a decision about that until the black box stuff comes in. At least that that yeah, XR twenty, but we'll see. And that's it's, that's it's what, what I was gonna cause
1: say. Because if you, because your room really, it's like it's not that it's that small. It's just like everything's kind of different, so you can't utilize all the space that you have. We, we think you that closet I mean? was
0: added on after the fact. Because on the ceiling, you can see where maybe it, it had been added, and when they spackled like mm. the drywall and stuff. Yeah. So. And I don't know that even if that closet wasn't there, if that would even really help just because there's a bunch of stuff in that closet. So it's like, where would that go? Right.
1: So I think once, I think once you can get that black, that XR 20 in and then over time, you know, get kind of the same racks to be able to stack and, you know, mm-hmm. that type of deal, you will utilize your space. You know, Do you a think better. two
0: of those XR 20s could stack in that room? How tall are yeah. they? Yeah. They're like, yeah. what, three
1: something? My no, they gotta be My XR-16 is, I'm sitting at it. It's below, when I'm sitting in my chair, the top of it is well below my head. So it's it's probably about here. So you add another four levels close. to it.
0: Because those ceilings in that room are... They're, t- because, they're high. Well, because I have that giant Habitat Systems rack. Yeah. it's That's a seven-foot rack. And there's like maybe 30 inches of clearance tops. No, no, not even. Oh yeah. Even. From the ceiling. I what was about to say that thing's basically like 10, up to the ceiling. Inches. Yeah. Yeah. If, that, if that. that, but I don't know. I, I have think, to go up with my stuff and that's you, kind of the frustrating part, but
1: I think you could,
0: I'm at a point where I don't like what I have. <clears throat> I have for a reason, you know, all the corn morphs and stuff that I have, all the corns I have, I have those and I have plans for them. So I don't want to get rid of them. Right. But I'm kind of at that that crossroads where it's like, well, if I have other stuff that I'm planning to, that I want to do, where the hell am I going to put it? And then planning ahead. And I know we've talked about this a bunch of the past, but looking down the road two or three years, okay, what in my room now is going to need an upgrade. What's the well, max size cage that I'm looking at for something, you know, the pine, adult corns adult uh bairds, um which the v70s work great for those but it's it's like okay i have this many corns now what am i gonna need down the road that's gonna fit all these right. and then it's like looking at my room and it's kind of like almost panic inducing because it's like i the v70s don't fit well in my room they're just so right. long and awkward with the way my room is laid out and set up right. that something's gonna have to change so <clears throat> i don't know katie has mentioned uh at some point getting a shed that has been approved by the boss.
1: That's definitely would be the way to go. Cause honestly, like V70s could fit in your room well, but with cages and V70s, it makes it more difficult. Cause like your V70s, if you could put them where that stack of four foot cages is, you could put V70s right there, would be perfect. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. that wall is right there. You have nothing blocking it. You know, that would be the perfect spot for them. But then where do you put your four foot cages? Yeah. You know, that don't get in the way of things. So I think, I think if we rearrange some stuff in your room, we can we can figure something out. You might even be able to put your four footers in front of your um, that tall chondro rack. What what did you call it? That habitat system habitat systems. You put your four footers in front of that, and you then know, move your V seventy against the wall, and then have your other black boxes. I next almost
0: to it. regret getting that rack. There was a time where I actually considered. <laughs> keeping the cambros and getting rid of the rack mm-hmm. and then figure out a way to get Jen or, or somebody to build a rack that was lower, but went l- like longer. Yeah.
1: Like three or four wide right. versus two. Um, uh,
0: And I may still do that at some point uh, that habitat system is rack. So I I know I've talked about it, but the hollow core PPC in that thing Sucks. It's got heat cable in it. The heat cable gets it warm enough. I mean, the chondros, I they could be ambient in that room. I even if it gets cooler, I really don't care. They do fine. The boy could do fine, but it's just so damn huge. Like even getting in that room, dude, was tough because that thing is just a a monster. And it's an awesome like as far as design and stuff and the aesthetics of it. It's awesome. It looks good. The Cambros are awesome, but I just wonder if maybe if I if I had a way of like like you were saying, doing like three wide. Cause there's, that's eight camber tubs total, I think mm. in that thing. So if there was a way to go lower to where I could have something on top of that, be it the Ackie's or something like that'd be right. ideal. That'd be perfect. Right. Uh, but man, it's just that, that does, that takes up that whole section too. There's like a little recessed area in my room where that rack fits and yeah. it comes up to where it's flush with the, the closet wall. So it almost like sits in yeah. that nook and fits it perfectly but it's a it's a pain man cuz that's like there's so much space there's got to be a more efficient way to use that and those cambros and I don't right. want to get rid of the cambros because cambros are expensive. Those things are stupid expensive. Yeah, they're awesome. They last forever. Things. But they're painful. They're painful to buy. Yes they are. Uh, so I I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm constantly like trying to Figure out the it, it, it's it's just a puzzle. It's constantly yeah. rearranging the pieces, trying to figure out how to get it to work.
1: And that's kind of why, like, I'm I'm just gonna start my progression with black box. You know, it's you know, get it get where I want to with racks and pretty much have as many racks as I need and get to that point. And then once I'm there, start getting all the cages I need. If I don't need them right away, go ahead and get them. You know, because I do want to start putting stuff in cages like early. Mm-hmm. The stuff that's gonna go in a cage, I would rather get it in a cage as soon as possible and then just let it grow into it, you know, and mm-hmm. go from there. And you know, there's I don't know. I got a lot of plans. I'm just gonna be getting all that I can, you know, just start looking forward every year.
0: Yeah, eventually. So those other those two racks that I was talking about that are like homemade, I would like to get those switched over to V seventies at some point. Yeah. Um, probably next year. I do wonder that too, is if I get all black box stuff, will it all work better and fit together better because it's all more uniform. And, yeah. And absolutely uh, so will.
1: Cause you can stack it all and you can go higher and, you know, and they, and they hold a lot of stuff.
0: the only thing I don't want to get that I, I do want to get rid of is that damn AP rack. Like the moment I can get rid of that thing is the moment I fix my life. <laughs> It's just
1: <sighs> Yeah, I think sucks. I honestly I was shocked by how shitty that so thing
0: the is. problem with it is
1: the biggest problem is it's, the tubs. It's, like that's that's a big fuck. chunk
0: of it. So like AP as a whole there there's it's, it's 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 caging. But this rack, I had to go and it's so it's specifically fit for these like boot box tubs that you have to get off the container store website. They were expensive. Then I come to find when I put them in that rack, there is a gap that is completely untrustworthy for pretty much any rat snake.
1: I mean, anything like I, mean, unless I, it's an I adult,
0: would adult.
1: Yeah, but even that an adult adult, you don't want in a 32 court, you know, even an adult rat snake or an adult corn. I wouldn't trust an adult corn in that thing.
2: I
0: have one like, of the males at, and at all, and he does fine, but he's he's kind of on the smaller side anyways, but
1: do you have it wedged
0: that one i don't because i don't worry about him as much but like all the smaller ones i have it wedged and it's it just that size is sort of what i aim for with those like year to two-year animals Mm -hmm. but it's also a gap that is like the perfect size for you to two-year animal to slip right on through
1: i honestly like when i saw that it blew my mind that that was even close to acceptable you know it's like that was to me that was ridiculous you know and that's
0: it's incredibly frustrating you know, it because the fact that it's fit and i mean you're, you're gonna get this with pretty much anybody you know i like the ability if i need tubs for something that there's at least some sort of interchangeability to where it's like okay walmart's out of the hefty 32s so i have to go with a rubbermaid but it still fits right That is nice to have. That's rare to find. I find in in
1: yeah, because everybody kind of you're
0: you're held to one size tub, and if Container Store doesn't have it, you're shit out of luck. Well, and that's
1: the thing is like that's what they need to do is they need you need to be able to get those tubs other places. You know what I mean? Like because that it's you're not really gonna find somebody that you can use two different types of tubs unless it's Vision and Freedom breeder because they're the same height but a lot of tubs vary in height, you know, ever so slightly. And I mean like by a quarter of an inch, but that quarter of an inch will make a huge difference in your, in your rack. So a lot of times racks, you can't use different types of tubs. You know, they make somebody you can use different sizes, but mm-hmm. as long as, you know, it's not just these container store tubs, you can get them at Walmart, Staples, Lowe's, you know, like you, you have other options other than just in container store. And if, they don't have them. You're shit out of luck. You know, like it that it's, that that sucks. You know, the
0: end result was just that that rack was. It was more of a headache than anything else. You yeah. know, and th- like putting it together and threading that heat tape through it was was a pain. Um, so I black box man all the way. Don't have a friggin' twelve month wait time either. Nope. Two weeks.
1: Man, I'm so stoked. We're gonna have to bring a trailer for this order, boy. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm excited for the bio G, so I'm getting the so thirty six by eighteen by eighteen. Mm. I'm gonna get those and the Rhino rats are gonna each get one of those and maybe the one Conjur that's in that same rack from Sean. That we initially got, which that's held up fine. I like that rack. I like those tubs. It's 20, 20 quart Ziploc tubs. Yeah, the, no, the that, gasket that's a, tubs.
1: That's a snazzy rack. Um, sure.
0: That's one that like, well, that's one I don't want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one that's to get rid of that. I think would be dumb, especially if I'm going to be breeding conjures again down the road. It's like, that's perfect for my holdbacks. Yeah. Once no, they're out of the a, six quart, that's what they go into.
1: That's a great rack.
0: And we've been working. I've been trying to uh myself, Jen and Clint. I've been working on trying to sort of design an arboreal rack and sort of my thing with it was I want to be able to go from a six court for a hatchling to like a 20 court for a sub-adult juvenile and then something like that bigger Cambro for a full-grown adult. And even then, if you have something that, that, well, you're not going to have something that fits that needs, like takes out that middle part, but, The modularity of of the racks and stuff that they have now is nice because you don't have to buy a new rack when things get bigger. You just swap it out with a bigger tub. To have something like that for Condros and stuff would be really nice. Uh, Right now, the biggest issue is sort of like finding something that is going to work for the most people. Like, it's going to be the most versatile that it can be for what it is. It's not going to be just for Condros, but it'll work for stuff like that 20-quart rack that I have. Like, works great for Boyga. Works great for Rhino Rats. Works great for Condros you know, I can use it for more than one thing. It's not specifically made for a single species. Right. Um, So we're trying to design like an arboreal rack that, that uses cambros. And uh, I don't know that it'll have something like the modularity to it,
1: but the biggest thing with the modularity is finding tubs that are, you know, the key with that is, is finding a tub that you can fit two in long ways and then, a big one in sideways, you know. That's why the hefties are, you know, a lot of people do that with the hefties cuz you can fit 215 side by side and then put a 32 long ways. You know, there's also stir lights that people do yeah. that with. Um one of my racks, I can do that with technically. Um but yeah, you know, It's tough. I
0: mean, I have to give them give them props for doing what they do because trying to find something that fits the needs of of most people, not everybody but something that most people will get serious use out of long term. Mm. You know it's tough with all the, especially with all the tub options and sizes now. It's it's crazy. And you know there's a lot of people that want custom stuff and that's cool too, but uh, it's just you got to work with with what you got. And, right. And try and make it work for as many people as you can. Yep. But I definitely wish that camber rack I have now was shorter
1: and wider. Yeah. I know I would definitely make use of a taller tub rack because you know, that's, that's one thing I'm going to be big on with the rat snakes, you know, at least, at least the Southeastern stuff that, you know, likes to climb a lot. I, I really want to give them taller, taller mm-hmm. tubs, you know, at least after a certain age, you know, when they, while they're small, I, I couldn't care less, but once they get to about where my gray rats are, I, I really, would prefer them being something, you know, taller, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just for the rat snakes. off is, you know, they'll be in racks. But, you know, mm-hmm. the rat snakes, I want to give them that ability to climb because I've just, I've learned I enjoy seeing them up and, Hanging you know, out. utilizing that's stuff. That's why I'm excited so.
0: about those bio-G's, man, because I'm going to put some, like, they're the bear, riders are going to be yeah, so yeah, cool bear in there, branches man. in there and stuff, and they're going to be all about it. Then for that Kondro, I'll probably put some... I have a a bag full of perch holders from David Brahms, and I'll probably attach some of those in one of those bios in that male manaquari that I took the picture with the bang can with. He can go in one of those. And that'll probably be good for him, you know, indefinitely. Right. But it's... That's that's sort of ideally with anything, not even just conjures for me, but like have, have the hatchling tubs, have something that holds them from the yearling mark to, you know, about the three-year mark, and then like a V70 to be it. Right. You know, the end point, I don't... I hate having to constantly like shift things to bigger tubs and shift things up like i want to be able to just like bing bang boom
1: yeah boom, and that's boom. why that's why black box to me is is so perfect because literally you can raise you know if you're if you're keeping stuff that can live in a v70 for the, its remainder you know like smaller corn some pitch um smaller pitch um you know that's if such you're thing that's just Oh no, the your your San Diego's are are a little bit smaller. It's your it's your your Texas bulls and your you know your Texas stuff usually gets a little bigger. Your southeastern stuff, but some of the California um, pits they they stay on the smaller side. Um, but you know that's why black box is great because it's literally it's two racks. You know you can raise one literally for most of its life and then stick it in the V seventy yeah. for the remainder. You know. For me, a lot of it's gonna be raising stuff in the XRs, in the XR racks, and then moving it straight to a cage. You know what I mean? Like that for at least for the rat snakes. You know, grow them up and into the thirty twos, and then boot them over to a you know a three a three by two by two. Because that's what I plan on keeping most of my stuff in is three by two by twos. And then you know for like your big your big rat snakes, mm-hmm. move them up into a four. Because um, some of the yellows will get pretty hefty
0: i gotta start planning for the final Aki, uh ackee cage
1: yeah man what are you gonna put them in you want to put them in a four or six
0: i don't know yet so they i thought about maybe doing something that's that's taller than it is long really because they will climb i don't know i've talked to alan stevens a lot about it and i've talked to uh, Justin Meeker, cause he has Kim's, you know, what size setup he has as adult Kim's in and trying to find sort of a happy medium, but I guess it would make more sense to do, I think it's XT three that I have the, the Ganya Soma and the Jansen. I, and I may do another one of those with the deeper front lip for more substrate, like the bio model, yeah, I and think, then, or maybe do the four foot and put that on the bottom with the other stuff stacked on top.
1: I think your two foot high enclosures would be more than adequate, you yeah, know, because that's still that's a lot of space mm-hmm. up top to give them places to climb, you know. And yeah. yeah, I've I've always been one not for skimping on you know the floor space to to get height, you know what I mean? That's at least, but that's just that's just me. I like I like the two foot high enclosures that's always the, that's the a most, good standard. Yeah, the most
0: important me. part is using space efficiency. Absolutely. Like that's something I'll, I there's a yeah. uh, like a blog article I've been writing for the Black Box website that I have to finish that talks about this, but like you know, one of the one of the things that really changed my my thinking on on caging and stuff was that a- episode we had with Alex Mankey <clears throat> where we talked about Tinktoria star frogs and you know, people say you can only have a pair and a 40 gallon breeder and nothing smaller. And Alex is like, well, if you don't have anything in the cage, then yeah, it's not going to work out very well. But if you put in tons of hide options, ton of visual barriers, you're really filling out that space between the floor and the ceiling as best you can within reason. Obviously you're not going to pack it out so much that you're never going to see them. Mm -hmm. But like with the Ackies, like, yeah, a three by two by two, would probably be considered small to a lot of guys. But it's like, if you're utilizing as much of that, that space in the middle, you're kind of making up for that, I think. Right. So packing out with cork tubes, you know, and I mean, if they're together, they're, they're already sort of acclimated to each other. So I guess it's not as big of a deal, but I don't know. That's something I think a lot about. And I, even with racks, like you did that with the racks, with the, you know, the elevated shelf sort of deal. Mm-hmm the you know the little hangout little canopy Mm -hmm. deal Mm -hmm. stuff like that everyone talks about how you know well not everybody but the people that aren't interacts that's kind of their biggest thing is like they there's no enrichment there's they can't climb and it's like you have options
1: yeah they can do i I do you're not
0: gonna have like a foot to be able to like completely stretch out and go up but there is another dimension now added yeah
1: you can there's lots of stuff man the wire that green wire that i've got now uh, the wire fencing, I mm-hmm. use that, dude. If I found if you cut that and you take the short legs, you bend those legs down, they work perfect for feet, and they could put it up right about halfway up one of the mm-hmm. one of the tubs from Black Box, and they they're perfect. All my stuff uses them all the time. I literally have a perching option in almost every single tub, other than the pituophis. I have perching options for every single snake. My Kurtz I find them perched up like chondras on that wire stuff no, all, really. all the time. Yeah. yeah. They always dart before I can get a picture of them. You know, they're, they're pretty mm-hmm. skittish. But, yeah, dude, they, they're they great. You know, it's not until – it doesn't bother me until they're a little larger. You know, for little – for smaller stuff, it's it's perfect. You know, yeah. It's fine. It works perfectly fine. You know, it, it's just – the tubs just get a little cramp when they get bigger. That, that's it. You know, but that's with anything and – racks you know people are so there's a lot of i'm not gonna say everybody but a lot of people are very black and white with their racks and there's a lot
0: of black and white caging period yeah and it's there's a lot there's of a stuff lot of you can
1: do you know whether your racks you can there's plenty of stuff you can do for enrichment and climbing and you know all my carpets that are in tubs all have stuff to perch on they're on that crap every day it's like no they're not getting four feet off the ground but it's still stimulating that that one that, that they have, you know, carpets, rat snakes, they like to perch up on stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a fact that doesn't mean they have to be way off the ground to do it. You right. know, they can be slightly above it, but still get that stimulant of perching. You know, it's I have the water snakes all have, you know, perching platforms, you know, it's, you know, because they like to the lay out. That's also why I use so much of that wire stuff, because it gives them, you know, a flat or not flat, but an area to lay over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus perching like a green tree python you well, know, it's, sitting on It's a,
0: adding an extra sort of dimension to things like exactly. I said. It's, it doesn't have to be so cut and dry. No. You know, that's there's so many more aspects. It's so much more than a, a two-dimensional thing, you know, caging. And I think about it a lot when I'm bored at work and mm-hmm. you know, the gears start turning and I'm constantly thinking how how can things, you know, like what are we How can we not meet in the middle in terms of large, spacious cages versus racks? Because I don't agree with having ball pythons in those, you know, really small tubs where they, they can stretch out lengthwise, but they can barely turn around. Right. That I'm not into. But I'm also not into giving a ball python a six foot enclosure. Right. So there is like there has to be something that that satisfies I guess it doesn't matter, but satisfies the opinions of the internet, you know. Right. But at the same time, I don't think you're you're never you're never gonna win there, you know. Tori, no, you're Tori always... Dentler, she's she gets she's posting about how she's been getting shit because people talk about how there's a dirty water bowl in one of her videos or something on on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Right. And it's like, do you keep your stuff clean one hundred percent of the time? Like, do you sit around all day waiting for something to happen to where you have to clean it?
1: Yeah, that's that's one of those things, man, like, and to be honest, like, I I hate, I hate saying this because everybody's going to think it's a cop out or whatever, but it's an honest opinion. Like when you, one of the first things you do, a snake will do when you clean its enclosure is probably go shit again.
0: Reclaim it as its own.
1: You know, it's one of those things. (coughs) Excuse me. They they don't want to be clean twenty four seven. You know their smell makes them more comfortable. Yes, it can get disgusting. You don't want to leave it. There's a happy medium, but like there is such a thing as too clean. Sorry if anybody disagrees with that, but that is my opinion. There is such a thing as too clean. There is such a thing as cleaning yeah. too much. You can let it sit for you know a a. a a few days like it's not it's not going to be the end of the world they're not going to die you know if anything it's good for them so
0: that is i try that's, to that's even my opinion. with the cardboard box hides like i try to to re like keep those in the cage as long as possible until yeah. they're so like warped and just used that i have to trash them because right. i like if i do bedding changes which isn't all that often you know maybe once twice a year because i do spot clean when it's time for that box to be changed out, I'll give it a new box. But I think having that familiarity, yeah, you know, is important for them. And I know Phil's talked about it a lot on snakes and stogies with you know cobras and stuff, is there's a reason that they cover everything in your eights. And I think it is 100 percent like a, a marking of territory, not necessarily in the in the sense of like keeping other things away, but familiarity for them so they know, yes, this is my hide, this is the safe spot, this is where I can, you know, that's my cave. That's exactly. where I can go. Exactly. And even if I have plastic hides and, you know, they're caked in urates or something like I may brush them off a little bit, but I'm not going to like fully disinfect it and clean it and dunk it yeah. in bleach. Like, no, I'm going to put it back you, in there. Because clean it that's...
1: to an extent, you know, get some of the chunks off of it and yeah. you know, call it a day. That's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a safety net, you know, especially if you're doing more bedding changes and you're giving them different stuff. Like, you know, that's all great and dandy, but you know, there is, you know, you want, you want to have some type of familiarity with them. But at the same time, you know, everybody talks about enrichment. That's also why these, you know, disposable hide boxes are good. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you're doing when they get soiled, throw it out, give them a new one. Snakes are all over it. Like, Ooh, what's I like this? The, I Something them, new, yeah, you I, know, and it's. I've
0: mentioned previously taking them and cutting a hole in them, like obviously big enough for the snake to get in and out of. But mm-hmm. cutting a hole in like a corner of it, stuffing a mouse inside of it. Yeah. And putting it in there, and now they have to look around. Like you can, you can watch them and see mm-hmm. them actively, like hunting and looking yeah, for that food. Smell it,
1: they yeah. know
0: it's there, yeah. but now this requires them to move around a little bit right. more. It requires them to, you know, it stimulates their little, little computers. And,
1: mm-hmm. and that's why drop around. feeding is is also a good thing, even if it's not, you know, to that extent of putting it in a box. You know, just setting it in the corner away from them and letting them come find it. You know, it's
0: it's the same. It's it's actually. Just like when people feed monitors, you know, they some of them with the akis If depending on if I'm busy that morning, if I have to like leave early for work or whatever, most of the time I want to feed them with the tongs and I want them to chase that food. Right. I don't want to just give it to them in a cup because then they don't have to do any work. Right? You know, they just stuff their little faces until it's all gone. With this, it at least gets them moving a little more, like they're having to actually work for it. Right. Some, and I think with with that similar thing, like I was talking about with the box and food it's the same thing for snakes. Like it, right. it forces them to move around a little more. It forces them to really look for it. Use uh, their
1: little brains a little bit more.
0: I mean, it's not going to, you're not going to see that with chondros, but right. with the rat snakes and stuff, especially, Oh yeah. It man. makes a huge difference. Yep. You know, they, they, they immediately start cruising and looking for it. And yep. that's enrichment really doesn't have to be like this huge grandiose no, it thing. Like even, <laughs> With, cl- with with snakes that are in your collection that are clean and you haven't had any issues. You know, the sheds from one of the female bears, putting it in with the male and watching him just, like, really check it out. Same with corns. Um, Boyga. You know, they're just, mm. you can tell. It just, it, it gets them thinking. It gets their gets them using their, their brains and their senses and enriches them. Like, it doesn't have to be gigantic. Mm one thing
1: one thing i've also tried to do is when i clean i either let the snakes kind of do their thing on top of their tubs you know and move around or i try and put them on something you know especially the carpets for the carpets what i've been doing is i take a chair that's just got a tall Mm -hmm. back and while i'm cleaning i go and set them on top of the chair yeah because it's off the ground you know kind of away from stuff they can't go and grab stuff obviously i turn around and make sure they're not making you know high tailing it on the floor or something you know but Set them on something to climb around while you clean the tubs. You know, I used to actually, I used to have a, a clothes drying rack. You know, it just has like lots of bars, you know, things like six feet tall. has got a ton of bars on it. I used mm-hmm. to take my carpets out, plop them on that thing on the top, let them work their way down around it, do whatever the heck they're going to do and clean while I clean and then put them back. You know,
0: I think that's important for chondros too. I know like it's already been proven with emerald tree Bowes that to get them out and moving around definitely helps, especially like with digestion Calum and processing and stuff, and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. But with condros, I think because they spend so much time sort of lounging so much time hanging uh, to get them out and sort of stimulate them and handle them a little bit. And you can see like, they just kind of, they come alive. I mean, they like when I was taking pictures with that male the other day, you know, he's, he's looking around, he's cruising. And it's not really a, curiosity cruise. I think it's more of a get me out of here kind of cruise, but, um, that kind of stuff, you know, it, it, I think it gets them moving. It gets their system moving. And when I'm out taking pictures of them, you know, when there's, it's not freezing outside and the, the sun's out and stuff. Uh, I think that that little bit of sunlight and all the smells and things definitely get the gears turned into. So,
1: yeah, that's one thing I want to do more this year in the summer is get some snakes outside in the grass and, You know, because to me, it's also I also get a new appreciation for my snakes whenever I have them in the sunlight, because it really just brings it brings out so much more like that, that big yellow rat I got from Billy. Yeah, dude, you you need to see that thing in the sunlight. The amount of orange like Mm -hmm. patches on that thing that come through is incredible. And you, you don't see it in in room light. You never would know. I mean, you can a little bit, but it's very, very faint. But as soon as you get into sunlight, it's like you just see all these orange blotches all over it. And it's it's really incredible. And I had no idea the snake yeah. had that until I saw it in the sunlight.
0: That's I did a video yeah. of that where I took one of the condras. I think it was the the one from Brahms. And, you know, you see it indoors with flashes or regular lights. And it's like, it looks awesome. Right. But then you take it outside.
1: It's just glowing.
0: And there's blues that you don't see indoors. Like that natural light just... Brings out so much more detail yeah. and intricacies, and so now it's to the point where it's like I, I don't, I don't even want to post pictures of them indoors yeah. because you're not getting the, you're only getting a taste. You're not getting the full thing, right? You know? Right. Exactly. And now that I'm, I'm so anxious to play with that camera now too. Um, I really want to get my hands on a on a macro lens at some point for it. Um, yeah. But getting those outside and taking pictures and. I don't is the weather supposed to stay like this?
1: It's supposed to get a little bit warmer. I was looking at the weather my weather app today because I'm itching the road cruise real bad. Yeah, you said I, that today. It's, I almost it was like I almost went 74 today. Yeah, it got up to like 72, 74. I I almost went on one last night, but I ended up having dinner with my parents a little too long. Um, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's we're gonna it's gonna cool down a little bit early or next week. I think it's going to be in the fifties again at night, but there's a night there's one, one or two nights next next week. It's only supposed to get down into the the mid sixties at night. So when are
0: you planning to like really start cruising regularly? March, like early March, mid March, late March.
1: That's weather dependent. As soon as it's consistently staying in the mid to high sixties at night, that's when I'm going to hit it.
0: Did you do that last year?
1: No, I was not able to road cruise this time last year i didn't get the i didn't i didn't start road cruising last year i didn't i didn't start herping seriously until late later last year unfortunately but that's why also why i'm so eager to actually road cruise this spring yeah i just
0: want to know what like the prime because surely there's there's that initial like
1: march and april man march and april is that initial
0: you get that huge spike everything's coming out everything's starting to
1: Yeah. And honestly, like now is a good time to be going out during the day, you know, and actually like road cruising, not so much is not not as good a time for road cruising. It's still getting a little cold at night. Um, But as far as like day herping now would be would be pretty, pretty decent. I think, you
0: know, what's funny is there's the South Carolina Snake ID group. And I feel like that will be very telling of when things start to move. Cause you'll start seeing more posts. Yeah. Of people asking yeah. What this is That's actually a good yard. point.
1: I've never even thought of that. That's funny. Watch, watch the, your local ID groups for, for, you know, herping. I've already, people are already starting to post some stuff. I mean, yeah, no, they're out. I mean, the other day I was, I was doing my inspections in a, one of the private communities and all the private areas here have massive ponds, you know, and they are just, filled with alligators and I walked up to a job site yesterday and I looked out over the pond on the bank and it was like gator, 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 turtle, turtle, gator, 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 <laughs> gator, turtle, turtle. Like there was so many, it was awesome to see. I mean, I mean, literally the pond was just lined with gators, you know, it was nice, 70 degrees out, you know, sun was shining and they were just loving it. So I know, I know things are starting to move during the day, at least a little bit. Think they're still hunkering down at night for the most part, but you know, but you know, things like garter snakes are going to be moving a lot more now. Garter snakes are usually the first mm-hmm. things to start showing their heads. Garter snakes and ribbon snakes, things like that. Um, you know, but we're right on right on the cusp of of prime prime herping herpin, uh We got to get the going, GoPro so.
0: charged up and ready to go. Yeah, I
1: still have that at the house. Do you? Yeah, you let me take it. I haven't messed Should with it. They give you much. the charger for it? I don't think so. I think that was the one thing you mm. didn't give me.
0: Probably in that bag over there. I
1: have to look. But yeah, I I'm gonna be hitting it hard. I got stuff on Ladies Island I need to find. Um, I got a couple goals. I need. I want to do more. I want to go out to Jasper during the day.
0: To let's I just scope go out a few out roads
1: because, yeah. but dude, Jasper it's so populated now. There's not There's not. There's not a lot of areas, even the areas, my area that I rode cruise a lot is, you know, I, I'm getting more and more traffic and it, and it sucks. But in Jasper, it is, it's getting more and more slim pickings well, as that, far I as mean, good roads. I mean, your usual
0: spot is pretty good.
1: Yeah. And it produces a lot, but I'm telling you, man, the amount of traffic that I got last year was more than I've ever seen. There was a lot of cars going, um, so I'm hoping it won't be so bad this year but you know we'll we'll see this is damn Ohio everybody's moving down here uh, escape but, from new york yeah no i have very i have very high hopes for my road in early early spring i mean there's there were times on that that road that i cruised in, in the springtime in years past granted the last two years i haven't been able to in the spring as much um but before before that springtime cruises on that road man they were it was hot it's popping i'm talking 16 to 30 snakes in a night you know it's would be nothing um so um i'm pretty excited I, I plan on hitting it pretty much as soon as i can because that is what i have found out with the snakes it's kind of like once it's on like as soon as it starts is the best time like go as soon as things are rolling mm-hmm. like that's when things are moving the most things are trying to eat as soon as they're coming out they're really warmed up and Rocking and rolling and around here, it gets hot pretty quick. And so once it gets too hot, you can kiss road cruising goodbye for the most part. You know, so there's a there's a solid window in March to you know early May. I mean, I would say late April mm-hmm. more so. Um, but even late February is usually pretty good. I was looking through some old pictures the last couple of days because I've just, like I said, I've been itching so bad to get out um I have no, lo- I have lots should, of pictures from late February. What you should
0: do is like document when you're seeing things. Right. And if you do that over, you know, a long enough period of time, I think you'd definitely notice a trend in terms yeah. of like this is the the prime
1: week to go and cruise or two week period whatever. I also want to like take down conditions and what I see more of, you know, mm-hmm. because I found it very interesting that ribbon ribbon snakes rain I don't I don't know what it is but it's probably I Probably all the frogs. That's a possibility but I'm talking like little ribbon snakes, little yeah. itty bitty, you know, they'd have to eat some pretty small frogs. I wonder if it you coincides
0: know. with you know when it's like toad season and you get all those little tiny toads well, and stuff. Yeah, but
1: see uh, what I'm talking about is like late last year it wasn't any type of season or anything, you know, it was late summer, it was still hot as all get out during the day but and I was having terrible road cruises. I was seeing nothing, but I literally went out during a storm and I found like 10 ribbon snakes and almost all of them were just in the middle of the road, like telescoped up, like they mm-hmm. had their heads up and it was almost like they're just enjoying the rain is weird. And it, and that's happened twice where I won't see any ribbon snakes until it rains. It starts raining and they're all over the I've place. I've
0: found a ribbon snake.
1: I have found a ridiculous amount of ribbon snakes. Hmm but there's a few things I want to try and get around here. I want to try and make a couple trips up to the sand Hills and try and find a, a pine. Um, I also had an area scoped out a little past where I am more towards green pond where somebody has it marked that they found a, found a pine snake. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to get on that. I really want to try and find a coach whip this year. That's probably not going to happen. But <laughs> Like I said, I want to go up to the sand hills and try and do a little bit. Some people hate sand hills herping, Mister Montrose, but <laughs> I want to try. I've never really been up there. I want to look. I want to try and try and find something though.
0: I'd like to find some baby corns. Yeah, for obvious reasons.
1: <laughs> for obvious reasons, yeah, man, we'll do it. You gotta get you some Sheldon corns, baby. Yeah, if you I could get,
0: find another male that matches that female, dude. Oh my god.
1: Well those are you guys are shell point. I'm talking Sheldon. Oh, my neck of the woods. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. Dude, Yamasee corns. That's around. Yamecy. Yamecy corns are nice, boy.
0: Are they shell point? Nice.
1: No, they're nicer. No. What? Nicer. Dude, do you remember that perfect corn that I found? Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was in that was in Yamecy.
0: Man, I don't want to go near Sheldon Church. That place is haunted as hell, though. There's a super <laughs> old church in this over by where Jake lives. And how old is that thing? was not it like old. a 1700s yeah. sort of era thing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's haunted w- as shit. Oh, yeah. I ain't
1: going near it. Man, I took my graduation photos on that thing. I was sitting on it. Now on you're steps. cursed. Probably.
0: People you know like, what I will do? People like go out there at night. In high school, they're like, oh, we're going to go to Old Sheldon Church, man. We're going to like see if we can see ghosts.
1: That's it's why like, it's all fun. That's why it's all blocked off now, it Those little assholes.
0: Pitch black out there. There ain't no streetlights or nothing. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, you don't go out there at night. That's either how you get possessed or you get robbed. Either way, you lose.
1: I'll tell you what I will do this year, though. I know I've been talking about it. I'll, I'll get us on the plantation in springtime. Yeah. That's where I found that corn. I can find a st- stupid amount of snakes out there if Tony we need let to, me out we
0: need to get with Tony Mills
1: he, keeps, that, he called me the other day and happened.
0: asked you know we need talked about coming on the show after you know going and doing like a control burn or something and
1: see that could be another thing we could video though fun. if yeah, we can go awesome. do if we can go harping with him man that would and I'm sure he, he would be about it if especially if we're doing video stuff and again he may not I don't know he's the host he's of the ETV show yeah that's true
0: he does a show called Coastal Kingdom, which you can yeah, find on YouTube. It it's very cool. Talks about South Carolina, like low country wildlife, both marine and land dwelling. It's,
1: it's actually kind of cool. I do all the inspections out on Spring Island. So I see him riding around every now and then. And uh, Say, so
0: take me to the tin.
1: Dude, I always want to, man. I always be wanting to stop him and talk to him. I always want to email him, just be like, "Yo, dude, so like, you need an assistant or something? Yeah. Like, I'll come work for you." <laughs> come on, he's a cool, dude. Yeah, no, he's he's cool. He, I, uh, I almost got an internship out there, but yeah, but they were more looking for a forestry kid, I guess. Not to- a Tony, not a wildlife management. Director. Well, Tony Mill, Tony Mills, the snake guy, wanted wanted me because I was in the snakes and I impressed him. But he did the not other- want
0: you for your Atrox skills.
1: <laughs> That was before I got bit. <laughs> Asshole. Um, but the but the internship was more forestry related. So the other mm-hmm. guy had more of a say of who got it. And then the other kid who interviewed for it was a straight forestry student. So.
0: They've got fox squirrels out there, too, which are really cool. If dude, all of fox Bluffton squirrel,
1: has awesome. fox squirrels. If you go really? into any dude, all those private communities down Bluffton all have fox squirrels. If you go into Berkeley all, Calton River, any of those, I've seen more fox squirrels. Than I do gray squirrels out there. Wow. All over if you're the place.
0: unfamiliar with what a fox squirrel is, it's basically okay. a squirrel that's the size of a small cat.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't even say small cat. Some of those fox squirrels be huge I
0: like the the melanistic ones. Yeah, all black like ones. all black.
1: Dude, I've seen ones that are all gray, I've seen ones that are all black, I've seen black with gray heads, I've seen gray with black heads. Yeah, some that have
0: like a red color to them
1: too. Yeah, I've seen some with a red, red tinge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the black with the straight black ones are always really cool. Yeah, I've seen I've seen fox squirrels running across a field with a whole kernel uh, thing of Cobb corn. One. Yeah, uh, corn on the cob, like a whole thing in their mouth, just <laughs> running, boy. Because we had them on the plantation that God. I that I worked at in Yamasee. That they've got more. They've got so many fox squirrels, and we plant we plant corn and sunflowers every year and all that out there. And boy, them fox squirrels were getting that corn, just go ham, boy. Oh, Kenny hated it. Kenny, oh, Kenny was a guy who planted, planted the Kenny. fields, and Kenny, boy, he hated those fox crows. The fact that he couldn't kill them drove him crazy. Damn it, Kenny! Yep. But Now I'll definitely try and get us on the plantation this year. I need to hit up Tony and she see. in the damn
0: basket, damn basket. <laughs> New Jurassic Park looks legit. Oh yeah. We were watching the the, the latest <laughs> Jurassic Park the other day at work and we it's noticed the cool. that Buffalo Bill from Sounds of the Lambs was the guy that got killed by the like super advanced Apple Velociraptor. It
1: was the Indoraptor.
0: Yeah, that one. And so every time we'd see him on the screen, I like, go oh, put the just put it in the damn basket. <laughs> just put uh, the damn raptor in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Can't mistake that dude for anyone else, man. No. Nah. I was like, that's got to be him. And I looked it up. I was like,
1: sure enough. shown sure up, boy. Buffalo Bill.
0: It puts the lotion on its skin. You know what's funny is I, I posted a picture of one of those Jasper counties from Dan Parker, the corns, and Tony was like texted me about it he's like dude that thing is so nice what is it and i was like it's just a linebred jasper county man it ain't anything like super spectacular dude. in terms of like genetics it's not yeah. anything fancy you know and he said he was at the gym actually he called me the other day he's like yeah man he's like i was at the gym and I, I listened to one of your shows the one with uh brooke sexton which was one that me and phil did and He was like i really enjoyed it yeah. i was like oh cool, cool. Nice. thanks man
1: that's good. Yeah, Tony's an awesome dude, man. Dude, that's the smartest mudsucker you'll ever meet in your life. Smartest mudsucker. Yep. I don't want to curse too much.
0: What's a mudsucker?
1: Did you say that instead of motherfucker?
0: Oh, I got you.
1: Okay. Mudsucker.
0: I'm putting two and two together now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I no, really he enjoyed is, working he is for him so smart, back man. in the day. Yeah, no, he's a he's a cool cat.
0: Definitely need to uh, plan something. Yeah see, that's the problem, man, is I'm off Sundays and Mondays. So unless you ask for like a Monday off, unless and unless there's something happening on a Sunday that, you know, he he's doing something and we're invited to go along, then
1: I don't know. I would take a Monday off would to go harping with Tony. Are you kidding me? I don't Absolutely. know what your I time get, off I get, is like. I can dude, I can take whatever time off I want. I have leave time that they can't really deny What's that me. like It's nice. I can just call out and leave whenever I want. What's that like? It's pretty nice. (laughs) I just skip days and get paid for it. I
0: have to make sure the moon is full and aligned with Jupiter and Saturn, and that it's that it's full. Obviously, on the last Friday of (laughs) the month, and hope to like make a blood pact. Yeah, that'll make that time off up.
1: Yep. You have to catch Raj in a good mood, yep, no, I pretty much I try not to take advantage of it, but yeah, i do I do have it pretty nice. There's a morning i wake up and not feeling too hot, a little stomachache, a little headache, close up because I do cause mom. I do get migraines pretty bad some days, so if I wake up, bad migraine, um call I can't out come in. use I'm a sick, sick day, yeah, pretty much,
0: and then all the contractors just get away with murder because <laughs> the inspector called out sick. Nah, We're good, man. Nah. Don't put up those silt fences or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> don't bother.
1: They don't know when I'm coming, boy. I, surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. Pretty much. I just show up. They're like, oh, there's. It's so funny. I'll pull up the job sites and literally they'll start putting up silt fence when I'm there. I'm <laughs> like, dude, I already... <laughs> I'm friends with some of them. And I'm like, dude, I already saw it. It's a $1,000 ticket. I already wrote it. And he's like, dude, what? I'm like, I'm yeah. just kidding, dude. I don't care. Just put it up.
0: My child... Wet the bed the other morning.
1: Oh, well, I was to, a like, change pace, to, like,
0: cover it up. As I was looking at it,
1: <laughs> like,
0: what are you doing, man? She was okay. like, oh, she was scared of the cat. The cat was outside her door, and he gets a little crazy sometimes. And so she was like, I didn't, I didn't want to leave my room. I was like, <laughs> so just, I just peed. I mean, I can't really blame her because the cat does like to randomly attack her for no damn reason. <laughs> like, legitimately, at first, I was like, y'all are crazy. He's just, Not you're messing real. with him and he doesn't like it. But no, I've actually watched him just go up to her or Katie and just pop, 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 just latch Jeez. on.
1: That's crazy, man. So
0: I'm like, okay, you know, I Cats can't even really get mad at you because I, I get it.
1: I'd be scared of that cat too. Shoot. Hector. Hector. That's crazy. Hector Zeroni. Or
0: Archie has to be stuck with him all day. <laughs> little crazy ass.
1: Yeah. Oh. Fun stuff. Well, we bet at that time. I think so. One thirty nine. Wow, we actually made it to an hour and a half. This hey. this one on one. Last one on one was a little rocky. Yeah. We had a little little better conversation. We
0: need to time. start planning what we're gonna talk about better. Yeah, yeah, we do. This show was brought to you by blackboxcages.com. dot com. Please check them out. Instagram, Facebook. And if you're on TikTok, they're on TikTok. I don't know if Jen has posted anything on there lately, but regardless, they're pretty easy to hunt down.
1: Yep. Check them out, guys. I'm telling you, I, I'll i put the THN and THB name on it. Yeah. You will not be disappointed.
0: The stamp of approval.
1: No doubt. Bada Mike bing, Nash. bada boom. Dude, that thing's sweet. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Brahms made it for me. That is so cool. You need
0: to get a long leaf
1: one. Yeah, dude be awesome
0: it's it's routed um like cnc'd
1: You're right no, that's bad i just
0: don't know i don't know where the hell to put it i need like a little holder or something
1: yeah. once i get the new mid table thing dude we have such talented friends pain shab over here making the, making this people. stuff and brahms over there making that yeah we do we have such a such a good crew yeah, i love it i love our I love our guys Everybody's so talented. I love it. Always got their own little thing. Yeah. It's great. Love the peeps.
0: Yeah. So Black Box Cages, please check them out. Steve his Venom Hot Sauce. If you get some Venom Hot Sauce, you are helping Steve with public outreach, education, uh, relocation, rehabilitation, all the Asians. All the Asians. Codmouth Sauce is where it's at. Please check out Jeff and Kendra and Reptile News Radio. They are also available anywhere podcasts are found. Or you can follow them on YouTube and watch these videos. They're good people. Yeah. Call them friends. Very
1: entertaining couple. They are fantastic. They're two peas in a freaking pod.
0: And they will be the next edition of Five Questions With. Ooh. So been cranking those out. Been getting those done ahead of time and stockpiling them a little bit. And, hey, this is a perfect time to mention, if you join our Patreon, for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to these Five Questions With series on Sundays. And I get, they release on Wednesdays. So if that's, I mean, that may not be incentive enough, but for a dollar, why not? Something You're helping us out. Yeah, One dollar, three dollar, five dollars, whatever. It all helps. Otherwise, if you don't feel like being a Patreon, that's okay. The fact that you're listening to us yeah. on a regular basis, that's mm-hmm. more than enough for us. Yeah, we we just appreciate your listens
1: more than ne- more than anything. It's certainly not it's certainly not an obligation. If you feel obligated to do it, don't. You know, that's one of those things. We want you to support us because you like us and you like what we do. You know? So
0: Yeah, and I mean if you made it this far in this episode, good on you.
1: This wasn't bad. Kinda Come on. I'm grasping
0: at straws a little bit. What do you I, mean? See, the problem is, man, is like I have these topics very clear and concise in my head. And then I open my mouth.
1: <laughs> and It's like, and it's
0: Yep. It just, it falls apart.
1: Dude, we made it to an hour 42. We did. Come on. I thought that was pretty, I think, I thought that was pretty good. We
0: are going to be back for Snakes and Stogies on Monday because yeah. there's not a Hallmark holiday happening. Yeah. <laughs> And I think Fadi from Daffy's Roundtable is going to be, Daffy's Reptiles is going to be joining us on Monday, so. Okay, cool. You should come
1: with us. What on Monday? On Snakes and Stogies. I've only been invited once, and that was literally the one week that I couldn't do it, so.
0: Yeah. You're a free man now, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do podcasts when I want to.
0: What's it feel like, Dobby?
1: It is free else. feels good, Harry.
0: <laughs> mm. Uh I have another episode of Condrocast sort of in the works and then the Corn Stars episode with myself and Chris and Doc Wyman. We keep talking about it hasn't happened yet. So mate he's supposed to be coming down. Mm. So maybe I can convince him to come kick it for a little bit and we can do it. Uh, we should oh, dude, We should do a THP episode with him here. Dude, That would be
1: so cool. Our first live guest. I don't want to. Yeah, what? I don't want to
0: do that. I don't want to put the pressure on him because it's a vacation. Yeah,
1: he's on his family vacation stuff. So that's why I almost didn't want to. I didn't want to push herping too much. You mm-hmm. know, take time. That's why I just left it open. You tell me when you want to go. And I'll take it. Yeah, you know, I can. I'll put you on some. Cause he's coming in a great time. Take he's him out good. to
0: old Sheldon Church and then ditch him. <laughs>
1: good Dude, luck finding be, your way be, back be, to
0: the highway and I, pitch black darkness. I would
1: be more afraid for the ghost than Doc. Doc would just outsmart mm-hmm. them. And, yeah, I feel like Doc would MacGyver you know, some shit and he, catch them all. He
0: might. He might. He might talk about, uh, you know, viruses and things and. And. The ghost will heckle him too. We'll okay, <laughs> see. Yeah, who knows? He's going to talk about something. You'll hear a ghost in the background going,
1: That's not how it works. Your ghost would be pretty, would You're have to wrong. be, you would have to be a pretty dumb ghost to heckle Doc Wyman, but that's just my personal opinion. You don't have to opinion. be a ghost at all. No, you just got to be pretty dumb. But.
0: See everybody Monday. See you all Monday. Good night.